0: Good evening. Tonight is Tuesday, July fifth, and we are studying the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. This week's step is step seven, which comes from the chapter "Into Action." And our speaker tonight is Francesca M. Thank you so much for your service, Francesca.
1: Thank you, Amy. Hi, everyone. I'm Francesca. I'm very grateful. Um, Compulsive eater and bulimic, a living. In a recovered state for today um the people who i um message i really love in this program i've often um, heard them pause and uh, pray before something like this so i'm gonna do that <laughs> in um, a group prayer just ask that um this be a process of ego to reduction that this Zoom room and everyone in it share each other's energy and that God, higher power, creative intelligence, all that we know and don't know is just present, allowing me to be a vessel to say something that will be useful to someone um, and have them know they're not alone. Uh, Amen. Um, So yeah, step seven, um, if um, you haven't read the 12 and 12 on step seven PSA. It's amazing. Um, I'll be going through it a bit. I'll uh, qualify quickly, which is interesting in OA. I didn't understand why people spent so much time qualifying. And there are people who I heard speak again and again, like I'd heard them many times, like, yeah, 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 you know, and for myself as well. Um, and then the first two years that I was in OA, I picked up the food. I wasn't able to get through the 12 steps entirely abstinent. And I picked up the food once a month or every other month. And I was really into counting days and like checklist and look how hard I'm doing this. Um, and this, and it says this in our book, the pain of um, a few days ago, weeks ago, you know, for me hours ago is not sufficient to keep us from picking up. To I'll speak for myself. Uh, my rock bottom has a shovel. There is no rock bottom for me. It is an elevator going down and it will never stop. And my history has shown me that. And I, I can remember logically, like I could go through these stories of like, okay, like I've been using food compulsively since I remember. Uh, so I remember being seven, like just stuffing myself and just, starting to do weird things with food. I, I started throwing up um, in middle school in seventh grade on Wednesdays and I had like, you know, a ritual and, but it never, you know, when I was 10, I started writing down my calories on a pad and um, started restricting and and then kind of like, you know, the gamut that we all hear, like the trash can is a layaway system for me. So the um, food in the trash is just eaten it many times food that was rotten. That was um, just anything. And when I needed to binge, when I, and it says in the doctor's opinion, these people aren't drinking to escape. They're drinking to overcome a phenomenon beyond their mental control. So when it was like, don't binge, don't binge, don't binge, don't eat, don't well before OA, like every day of my life, every day it was going to be different. And every night it wasn't different, but every day it's like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And then that, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. When I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. It was like, oh, thank God. And then I'm running around the grocery store or just ordering food or thinking about it. And before any food touches my mouth, that's when I would feel the safest. Um, And then if I was at the grocery store, as soon as I left, I needed to start eating like while I was walking. If I was ordering food, I needed to start cooking right away. And so I would make like anything was around rice, whatever. And I would start eating it out of the pan before it was cooked, before it was finished, boiling hot, like burning my tongue. Like there's just nothing that stopped me ever. I, you know, my best day, like ever, like I, I I was still in the food and in recovery, my worst day ever is, is better than that, that best day. You know, I, I traveled to many countries, like I'm going to go on this like solo trip and it's going to be amazing. And yeah, I, I've thrown up in about 20 different countries. I, I could have a passport for it uh, specifically. And, um, you know, it just never, nothing will ever stop me. And so um, it is important for me to remember because I can say all these things and still want to eat and I know that when I, if I ever ate again, like to eat is to die for me. Um, and I would want to die. I would want to die. It would be worse than I can imagine. But I, I still, that doesn't stop that thought from popping in, which is, um, I've had a lot of grief over. Oh, thank you so much. So, um, the newcomers, most important person in the room, when someone calls me and tells me they've broken their absence, they just picked up the food. When they share that on a meeting that is so precious and so humbling. Um, and it's helpful for me. So, uh, speaking of humbling humility is, um, so step seven, step six is I, I am getting ready, um, to ask God to remove all my defects of character. And step seven is now I've asked God to remove them. And um, so for, um, and I'm gonna, if you have the 12 and 12, I'm gonna be referring it to, to it a lot. Um, so, um, and in the 12 and 12 on step six, which I won't refer to as much, but it says, um, you know, practically speaking, like no one is, is ready, and, and you know, I'm paraphrasing. Um, and so if we're never ready, then we're always ready, which I love, like, I'm never gonna be ready like ever. I'm I'm never going to be done. If it's up to me, you know, I always need more time, more time, more time, more time, more time. Um, And so I'm always ready. Um, So this um, in step seven on on the first page in the 12 and 12, um, it says, since this step so specifically concerns itself with humility, we should pause here to consider what humility is and what the practice of it can mean to us. Indeed, the attainment of greater humility is the foundation principle of each of AA's 12 steps, for without it some degree of humility, no alcoholic can stay sober at all. And then the last sentence in that paragraph says, without it, they cannot live too much useful purpose or in adversity, be able to summon the faith that can meet any emergency. So it tells me two and lots of important things, but this word useful, the promises don't say I'm going to be rich and famous. Well, you know, they don't say all these things. They say I'll be able to be of use. And the seven step prayer, it says, remove my defects of character, which stand in the way of me being useful. So that's, I'll be able to be of use. And, you know, with this program, I've learned that I'm not better than anyone else or worse than anyone else. You know, we're we're all the same. And I don't have to go around trying to get everyone to love me thinking that that will make me love myself. And then also wanting to be the best person in the world and the worst person in the world. And meanwhile, just having this wall of isolation between me and the world because I was in the food. Um, so none, none of those things that I did before worked. Um, and I, I didn't feel useful ever. I didn't feel useful. Um, and so this also says summon the faith that can meet any emergency. Um, you know, this program says, um, the book, the big book says it's a design for living that works um, rough goings and it it promises me that goings will get rough um and so i i have to have humility and it's it's a foundation um and so some of the the practical things for me with humility in my day-to-day life um is saying um i don't know like saying i i don't know something admitting to not knowing something when someone used to like ask me like have you seen this movie or read this book or heard this song i would just say yes um, and I didn't know why, like I just was a compulsive liar and, I, and it would hurt. And I just, yeah, I just said yes a lot. So for me saying, I don't know. And when I did this oh, with my um, mom growing up, or, you know, I'd say, oh, I haven't read that book. My interpretation of what would happen after she, I would go in this bravado of like, you have it? And then I'd be like, no, I haven't read every book in the world, mom you know, the, the humility though of, of, for my day-to-day life is also, if ever I'm offended, like that's my false self. That is not my true self. Cause if I'm offended, that means there was an expectation. Um, and that I shouldn't be offended that like, how dare they don't, they, who, you know, I'm, I'm just in self, um, and expectations are, um, premeditated resentments. And so I've heard, uh, and so I've experienced, and that's another thing with humility is recognizing that I have this insatiable need to, um, a lot of things, one of them being, um, to give to people like I have a hard time sort of buying something for myself, but I give really inappropriate gifts. Like I'll buy you a plane ticket, you know, things I've done just, and when, or, or volunteer to lend someone money, just because they were talking to me about their, their money problem or, or the stress. And, they didn't ask me to do that, and um, that will lead to me later on feeling owed. But it's also like my higher power watches me suffer. I believe. I believe I have free will. Ten minutes. Higher Thank you so much. I higher power watches me suffer, um, and if I get free will, then it's everywhere. So my higher power is not going to wrestle food out of my mouth, but my higher power also is going to let me do these amazing things and just be in this amazing world, and so. It's the same for the people in my life. You know, I have to watch the people in my life go through pain and not try to avoid it, or not try to save them from it, and not think that I can save them from it. And also, um, you know, pain, pain is is for me. So this um, this in step in the twelve and twelve, it talks about how we didn't do things just for the character building aspect of it. Um, and that we, um, it says on page 72, um, whenever we had to choose between character and comfort, the character building was lost in the dust of our chase after we, after our ch- dust of our chase, after we thought, after what we thought was happiness. Um, seldom did we look at character building as something desirable in itself. Something that we would like to strive for, whether our instinctual needs were met or not. And so for me, um, on a practical sort of note, on a day-to-day basis, I um, I want to have skills, but I don't wanna do anything to get them. I would like to wake up and speak German um, and Latin and a bunch of languages. I would like to wake up and um, play a bunch of instrument, just, just a bunch of things, but I don't want to do um, those things. Um, and also, you know, I just, while I was reading that, I got a bit, um, choppy and I couldn't get it out properly. And humility too for me is to not speak so loud um, and to pause and um, not speak with so much um, bravado and showmanship Um, because for me sometimes when I'm on the phone, um, I go into narrative mode where I'm not really like having a um, dialogue anymore. I'm having like a monologue and I'm saying something that I've said over and over again, a recycled belief. And I start to on the phone, like it's like I'm watching myself kind of doing with my hands and stuff. Um, and that's once I've moved into that space, like there's not room for humility. And then there's also, that's where that offensive offendedness comes in. Cause then if someone interrupts me, it's like, wait, let me finish. And I'm not thinking that that person could have offered me something. And, you know, um, Walt Whitman says, um, be curious, uh, never judge, something like that. Sorry, Walt, but just, um, I often, uh, judge and am not curious, including with people's shares, uh, with speaker shares. I want it to be like super mind blowing. If I told someone, Hey, you should come to this meeting. Someone I like is sharing, you know, I want that share to be so amazing. So they're like, Oh, that was great. Like if somehow that involves me. Um, and so I'm not able to just sort of like pause, um, And so, and the reason I'm bringing up all this stuff is because I can, I say the seven step prayer often and I insert um, all these defects of character. And I say, including, um, you know, control, uh, including gossip and then um, control and replace it with surrender um, gossip and replace it with anonymity. Um, And so that is something that I, I do regularly. And though I have to have action because step seven is so short in the book. um, And it's so easy to just be like, okay, I did step seven. Step six and seven is an everyday thing, a part of my life. And so I've had to, my higher power has um, shown me these things where it's like, oh, this is where the humility building comes in. I am compulsive lying, as I've shared, was a huge issue for me. So when I lie now, I, I have to tell someone, I have to make an amends. And It's very awkward and, um, and beautiful. And that's, you know, I, um, I'm not going to just start telling the truth. Once I'm honest, I have to act as if, and I have to act as if my higher power has given me these things. And, um, and that's with everything in my life. Um, and so on, um, on page 73 of the 12 and 12, it says again, um, to gain a vision of humility as the added avenue to true freedom of the human spirit, to be willing to work for humility as something desirable in itself takes most of us a long, long time. A whole lifetime geared towards self-centeredness cannot be set in reverse all at once. And you know, I I don't like that. I don't want things to take a long time as I wanna avoid pain. Thank you so much, Kendall. And what that looked like in my disease was burning my mouth, eating boiling hot rice that wasn't cooked because I needed some food right now. Um, and what that looks like in recovery is, is I, still, I still have those tendencies. But you know it says um, in the doctor's opinion that um, as strange as it may seem, this person who was once doomed to alcoholic destruction, sorry, once again, paraphrasing, um, can now easily go without alcohol. And so now on a day-to-day basis, when I get into these situations, when I lie to people, when I go into my uh, defective mode which really I'm just I'm away from home settings from factory settings I have tools I can call a fellow I can I, well first of all I can pray see I'm like oh yeah that's right like thinking that oh listen to all these tools so um day to day um and and recognizing it's gonna take me a lifetime and like, if I'm done, then that means I'm dead. I, I heard, Someone reminded me recently of like, I'll have balance five minutes after I'm dead. Um, and it says in the book, you know, having just made conscious contact, it is not probable we're gonna be inspired at all times. It, like, I will always have just made conscious contact. Um, and I hope humility is also recognizing, like, if I didn't kill myself with food today, it's a miracle. Like, I did not have to wake up today. My esophagus could have ruptured. Many health issues could have occurred as a bulimic. And I didn't have to wake up today. And, and I am. And today I get to be of use. So when I'm in pain, I get to choose to believe that pain is for me, that this pain is for me. It's it's here to teach me something. And it I believe that there's no such thing as individual suffering. Because when I'm in disease and the curtains are closed and the TV's on and I'm just shoving my face with food, that type of suffering just inflicts more suffering on my community um, because I I don't call my family. And I think like, you know, I just, I'm owed that. Um, So then when I'm suffering though, from going through this work with another person from, you know, being of service, then that is offering recovery to my community. That's, you know, since my, um, my recovery, I've been in recovery, my childhood's gotten better, which, you know, that's funny, same childhood. Uh, My relationship with my mom has gotten much better. And this thing that I, I shared first about the anecdote of me saying like, no, I haven't read that. And me deciding that my mom now was judging me. I, the reality in my head is, is not Like I said, the reality in my head, like I and me, like that's two subjects. Like I, I'm in this sort of hamster wheel in my head often. And, um, you know, and even now, like, okay, let's just take a pause. I'm like, oh no, I have a few minutes left. Let me, um, you know, sort of try to say something really profound. So anyways, um, I really love um, this program. It is um, life-changing and humility as something to be able to work on every day as um something to being able that my history can teach me something um that i don't use a free space in bingo as i said like the things that are easy for me i don't just um like yeah yeah yeah. i'm, I'm working on that like I, I get to have a real surrender and see what my higher power is placing before me and take that pain and have hope, uh, hope, hold on pain ends and trust that there's something on the other side of that for me. And, you know, my finite brain can't know. Um, and this infinite place that I live in, this higher power, it gives me so much more. You know, what I wanted was to eat whatever I want and not get fat. Like my dreams were so small and what I've gotten is, is so much bigger. So humility for me is also praying for, um, to want what I need and know that I don't always know what I want and to not have to be eternally different, to be able to say God without having to explain to everyone, but just so you know, it's not like a gender God and, you know, just to be able to be one amongst many, um, to see what I can offer to a situation instead of what I can take from a situation um, to admitting when I was wrong, um, and accepting compliments, um, because that's another thing like, Oh no, no, no. You know? And that's like, that's really not nice. If someone gave me a gift, I wouldn't rip it up in front of them. So yeah, I, um, think I'm going to wrap it up. I'm very grateful um, for this opportunity. And I say that, um, because I am not always grateful, you know? And, um, but when I'm not grateful, once again, that's my, my false self. Um, and that means I have a lack of, um, connection, um, and addiction. I've heard it said the opposite of addiction is connection and, and saying grateful. I, I used to gripe and gripe. And then one day I was, and now I have a life beyond my wildest dreams. And I kept saying, oh yeah, I'm going to end them. And I know it's my time now. So <laughs> I'm going to end. Oh, oh my gosh. Wow. Okay, cool. Also get a timer. Well, I needed to get a timer to talk less um, and I time myself sometimes and um, this is not one of these times, but anyways, thank you so much. Um, I love you all and I pass. Thank you
0: so much, Francesca. Uh, We love you too. Um, Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, here we go. Where's the script? Here it is. Okay, we will now open the meeting for questions or for three-minute shares. As this is a big book study, sharing and questions should relate to the chapter and step being studied this week, step seven. We ask you to accept this guideline in order to keep the meeting on track. If you would like to share or ask a question of our speaker, please raise your virtual hand, which is under Reaction, or it's star nine if you're on the phone. And I'm going to call the names, and the Zoom host staff will uh, – ask you to unmute when it's your turn. Would the timekeeper, Kendall, please set a timer for three minutes for each share and let the speaker know when their time is up. If the speaker is asked a question, will you please allow three minutes for the answer? So here we go, so many hands, love to see it. We're gonna get started with KS tonight. Kay, would you please share?
2: Hey, thanks, Amy. Hey, everybody. Thanks, Francesca, that was awesome. Um, Humility. It takes humility to keep coming back when I have fallen off the beam so many times. I came to OA in 1986, it is day one again today and I am in need of a sponsor. Um, I don't feel the need to like, explain my God doesn't have gender or my God is this or that where where I I get in trouble is that sentence that isn't in the first 164 pages (laughs) nothing absolutely nothing happens in God's world by mistake so you know the murders while the people were celebrating freedom in Chicago last night Um, that of my understanding has nothing to do with that and free will just infuriates me when people throw up the free will, free will, free will thing. It's just like, I just, ah, so, um, so, um, I'm feeling a lot of fear. I've never found anything besides OA that helps me with my compulsive eating as as, as, as largely as I have failed. Um, um, my top weight was 253, today I'm 165. Um, so I've, I've, you know, done some things right sometime, uh, but um, think, relax, breathe trust, pray. I loved hope, hold on pain ends. I'd never heard that before. Thank you for that. Um, I'm feeling fearful because it just feels like, oh my Lord, how is reading the preface, the, the, the forewords, and the preface and the doctor's opinion and Bill's story and and more about alcoholism and there is a solution. We agnostics and how it works. How how is reading that a seventy fifth time gonna make a difference? Um, and, and I'm trying to just you know set aside, you know set aside everything and just just approach it and. Um, I have no sense of time. I have no idea where I am on time. Yes, time. Yeah,
0: thank you. (laughs) Thank you for sharing tonight, Kay. Please put your number in the chat um, so we can reach out to you. Uh, Gianna C., you're next. Would you please unmute and share?
3: Hi, I'm Gianna C., I mean, just Gianna, compulsive overeater and bulimic. I almost wasn't able to make it to this meeting, um, but Francesca, I'm really glad that I did. Um, Your share really blew me away. Um, You just said so many things that just really resonated to me and things that I'm dealing with right now. And just, I am so grateful to have heard you share. Um, The first thing that you said is just something that I really needed to be reminded about humility is that it is a miracle that I woke up today. I'm a bulimic too, and there were many times that I thought that I would die on top of a toilet, making myself throw up. Um, I didn't think I would ever stop, and I thought that one day my mother would just find me there. Um, And I forget how much of a miracle it is that I'm here right now not doing that. Um, and I forget that it's a miracle that I didn't do. It's a miracle that my higher power did for me. Um, so I really needed to hear that and be reminded of my humility that I didn't create this miracle for myself. It was following these steps and, um, following higher powers guidance, um, that I was able to, I'm able to be here at this moment. Um, so thank you for sharing that sense of humility. Um, another thing that you really said, um. I have been suffering a lot lately. Um, My disease and all my defects are just running rampant lately, but I love how you said that, you know, our pain is here to teach us. Um, And that just brings so much hope to me because there is that I definitely see ways that, you know, my pain can, you know, trying to tell me something, trying to teach me something maybe. Um, So I really just appreciated that. I've never really heard that, that, but, um, it just brings a lot of hope and perspective into it. Um, and last, lastly, I mean, I liked everything that you said, but the last thing that really stuck with me is that when I isolate, it doesn't, in my, I'm suffering, it doesn't just affect me. It affects, you know, my family that I don't see as often. Cause I'm just hiding or my friends who I don't reach out to, um, or like the things that I would have typically done. I just don't do because you know, for whatever reason. Um, I never really thought it like that. I always thought that my suffering is just me and me alone and it didn't really affect anything or anyone else, but it does, you know, it's bigger than just me. And like, isn't that the point? Like we're all just bigger than ourselves. We're all part of a community. Um, and you really just reminded me of that. So I just wanted to say thank you for your share. And I'm really glad that I was able to share it. I'm able to hear it.
0: Thank you so much, Gianna. We're glad you're here tonight too. Um, Nancy Z, you're up, would you like to share?
4: Yes, I would. Hey everyone, Nancy. Gratefully recovered, compulsive eater bulimic. um, Thank you for letting me share tonight. Um, Francesca, thank you. I just, wherever you are on this screen, I just love you. I love your sharing. And um, um, yeah, thanks so much for what you said tonight. I don't know what I want to say, quite honestly, but um, humility is something that is, uh, that is, um, I want to say near and dear to my heart, but it's not really, you know, it's like something that I need to learn on a daily basis is being humble. Uh, what struck me first was that you said step six and seven are every day and ongoing part of my life. That's what I heard in your sharing. And last week, one of the speakers said that as well, I have to work step um, six every day. And to me, that takes the pressure off, you know, like I've got to do step six and seven and, um, And there's no perfectly working any of these steps um, I've heard except step one. And so it is an ongoing process for me of, of recognizing, acknowledging, admitting my character defects and surrendering and allowing um, uh, being willing for God to remove them and then realizing that um, I don't have a say in what gets removed or what timeline or any of that, that my own, my only job is to be willing is to bring it, you know, and, and be willing. Um, the other thing that I heard tonight and I, 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 Janet just said it is that realizing, acknowledging that if I woke up this morning, if I didn't overeat, or purged today then that's a miracle and it's not by my power um that for me is humility and and I've never taken it down to that basic um element but yeah I too thought that I would die in the in the bathroom probably on the floor in a pool of blood and my husband would find me I really thought that that would be my end and that's a yet you know I, I truly acknowledge and respect the power of this disease but I do believe that if I keep going on the path that I'm going and stick with you guys, stick with the winners, that does not have to be my end today. And I'm so grateful uh, to be free of that. And I, I want to share for those who struggle and have been struggling for a long time. Uh, ditto, me too, you know, and they kept saying to me, don't quit before the miracle. Don't quit before the miracle. And I kept coming back, you know, and I kept um. I'd relapse and I'd come back and there was a lot of shame in that, but I didn't quit. I did not quit. And I don't even know that I can take credit for that, you know, but um, I'm grateful that whatever it was, that higher power kept bringing me back. And um, the last thing I want to share is that when I do my 10th step, there's one of the things under dishonesty is I think I know better than God, how life should be going, how this person should be acting, you know, how things should be. And the truth of the matter is that I have no idea, absolutely no idea how things should be going for higher powers will to come, um, to, to be done. And if I can just keep that in mind, that simple thing in mind, then um, I'm on a pretty good track. So thanks for allowing me to share my past.
0: Thanks so much, Nancy. Um, next, we have Amy L. Hello, my friends,
5: would you please share? Hello, everyone. I'm Amy L, compulsive overeater, exercise bulimic, living in recovery. Um, thank you, Francesca. I love—I always love to hear you share on on how it was and and how you work your program. And I'm very grateful for you and everyone who's shared. I I, I want to make my own um, amends to the group because I messed up yesterday on a service. Position so, um, I'm sorry for that. And um, some of the things you shared today, um, you know, the disease of of just not being able to stop and just not being able to wait. All the, you know, I don't know how many times I burned my tongue. I don't know how many times I reached in the trash, reached on the floor. Um, I don't know how many times I hurt my body. And that was humbling in the sense of incredibly demoralizing, pitiful and incomprehensible demoralization, but was that humility? It it wasn't humility in the sense of admitting my powerlessness. I couldn't admit my powerlessness because I didn't trust there was anything but me. And so I was either um, had to feel like the center of the universe or isolated in a dark rabbit hole with, you know, the the lid closed on me. I was either better than or less than. And um, through working the steps, and I've also, I'm a, a... frequent flyer in this program. I heard recently that um, I really like this image and to me it relates to the steps that, that healing is in this upward spiral but it's like a tilted spiral. And I think of that as how I work through all the steps that, You know, I may feel elevated when I feel in connection, when I feel with God, I feel with you, but then inevitably life happens, I happen, I have my parts that get triggered and I go out of disconnection. For a time, and I go down on that spiral, I get triggered, I get into my defects, but I have a way out. I have a way to, as I've also heard, fall upward. And I love that expression. And, um, you know, the willingness, as you said, Francesca, to say, I don't know, you know, that's so different to know in my heart, I don't know, and that I don't get to control with my kids, with my husband, Gentleman. clients, that's my humility today. And, um, and it's always a surprise. I mean, you know, it's ever humbling, but I get to be right-sized today. I don't have to be better than or less than. I just have to be right size with y'all. So thank you. And I look forward to hearing from everyone else. Thank you for being here, everyone.
0: Thank you, Amy. Um, Would our Zoom host please stop the recording?